0: Yeah One in the head, one in the back, bubbly Look at the cash, look at the cash coming in. Come get your mess little nickel bugging me. Just need a bag, quit out of jaw checking me. Don't need to in the bubble.
1: Hey bubblers, you've probably already noticed that this is a really long episode. What the hell? How many tips do I give in this episode? Only one. This one. Tomorrow. Duncan Robinson. Under. Three and a half threes. Yep. For some reason, the tab thinks slash knows he's going to make four threes. So, really? I'm just excited to watch it. But two bucks for him to hit less than four threes. You can only hope, eh? If he hits four threes, well... The tab seems to know... For him to hit five threes and he wins only three sixty five, so they almost think he's certain to hit five threes, which is just crazy to me. Anyway, he is looking like the best shooter, up and coming, looking like the next JJ Redick. Uh, in this podcast, I have a long form NBA discussion with my friend Callum Damon. He is a huge Mavs fan. I talk to him mostly about the Mavs Clippers series, future of the Mavs, playoff series happening at the moment. Uh, sort of where the league's going, all that sort of stuff, so it's a good chat, he knows a lot about basketball, sinks a lot of his time and energy into watching sport, so you know he's for real. If you're looking for a tip, that was it, Duncan Robinson. If you want to hear a jingle, it's about to go into a jingle, and then a long conversation. So, different style of pod, hope you enjoy it, and um, maybe post some mail tomorrow, depending on how much uni I do. If you're looking for a tip that can't lose, at Ascot Woolworths strawberries are on sale for $1.50. A punnet. I made homemade strawberry milk out of them. Yes, it tastes delicious. $1.50 for a punnet of the best strawberries you've ever had in your life. A tip that can't lose. Having a chat with one of his buddies. Enjoy. Okay, that is a new phone call. It's not familiar, it's not the banker, thank God, he'll have my ass. So anyway, today, on the line, we have, I've been teasing him for a while, Mavs enthusiast, fan of the pod, NBA guru... And baritone burning in the bubble singer, Callum C D Damon C D. How are you, mate?
2: Mate, I'm good, but I I don't agree with much of that. There is that too
1: much of a rev up. Yeah,
2: that's that's a huge rev up for what you're about to get.
1: So what is true? What what do you agree with? Huge Mavs fan. I'm I'm there. That that I am. Anything else than that, I'm I'm out. Now, CD, were you able to see Dirk in his last season?
2: Absolutely. Live in the flesh, mate. What game did you go to? Uh, So there was five games. Mm -hmm. Pretty much his last five home games all in a row.
1: You did like a Dirk USA retirement tour. I mean,
2: everyone we met in Dallas is just like, no one just comes to Dallas, you idiots.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, it's all for Dirk. Was there how many tears were shed at how many games did you cry at? Uh look,
2: I I honestly I welled up in his last game when he was making his speech. Yeah. That's probably the only time. Every other time I was just in complete jubilation.
1: <laughs> Sports uh, makes me cry more than I could see like a, a baby get run over. Geez, that's a bit more
0: <laughs> 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 <yeah>. than like, <laughs>
1: But then I remember watching um, PG come back for the Pacers a long time ago and, like, the crowd gave him a standing-o after snapping his leg in half. And I remember just having tears in my eyes and I was like, I don't even like Paul George. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, uh, it's I'd, I'd rather have that analogy towards Sean Livingston because PG <laughs> is trash.
1: Jeez, that was brutal. I used to get really emotional watching the four Spurs players together with – um. Manu Pop. Doing the retirement speeches. Yeah, the retirement speeches. And there's like a, a 30 for 30 where they sit and keep, like yeah. direct chairs and talk. Yeah,
2: and... yeah. I've, I've watched it. It's yeah. incredible. Those four together were just, I don't think we'll see something like that for probably a long time.
1: Or are you building the next wave in Dallas? Or I mean, we that... could be. Would you rather be compared to a different team of the past? Who do you no, think you guys no. are?
2: I mean, I'd, I'd take any comparison to the Spurs over the last twenty years. You know, uh, but as much as they're a rival, it's they're just amazing to watch. They were amazing to watch. Pop. I mean, even this year, Pop almost got him into the into the playoffs with with the team he's got.
0: I'm
1: very frustrated with the current iteration of the Spurs, but let's I mean, not talk about that.
2: It's a very eclectic bunch, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, you get DeMar DeRozan. He's a weird star in the league these days. I mean, you don't mm. get too many, what, just mid-range. That's, that's all he really does. How many threes do you take a season?
1: Well, he tried in Toronto and he did all right. And then he just went full, almost went full Spurs mode. And I think just, that's
2: like, pop though, isn't it? He's just do what you're good at, right?
1: Yeah, be yourself. It's like a feel-good movie, like Billy Elliot.
2: <laughs> well, he's just—he's the ultimate in getting the most out of the role players. He gives them a role, and that's the, the direction they need. And I feel like Rick does that quite well. Rick Carlo, I think mm. he does that really well. Um,
1: I feel like he's out coaching the shit out of uh, Doc Rivers at the moment.
2: So I have my own thoughts on Doc. I—I uh, I, I feel like he's been put in situations where he's gonna win no matter what. And any other time he's out of that situation he doesn't do very well. So I wasn't worried about his coaching coming into this series, that's for sure.
1: He definitely got um some respect last season for the team that he had, but they're actually low key really good. Yeah, with, but look like, at them
2: now. Like look at the players around the league that they had and they're doing yeah. exactly the same thing, you know.
1: Like Shay and um like well Gallo hasn't done too much, but Shay and Obviously, everyone knows Lou, Will, Harold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what happened in today's game. Have you had a chance to watch the actual <sighs> defining moment? Uh,
2: only about 50 times already.
1: What was your feeling when Morris hit his shot? I was and then, pissed. Yeah? Uh, Maxie
2: leaving him. Um,
1: Coming a double quire. Yeah.
2: Which is, it's almost understandable, but... Morris is, I don't know if he's hitting, what's he hitting? He's hitting 50% on his threes in this series at the moment. Uh, yeah. The, so you don't the leave him over really in the corner, you up. know. Mm. Uh, but, you know, all's well that ends well.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then down the other end, we saw Luca get the the preferable switch. He had Reggie Jackson the last, like, three possessions. And one of them, Reggie just instantly fouled. It was like the possession leading up to the buzzer beater, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then he got the switch again, and it was just, it was over. As so soon as he got the switch.
2: I watched. I actually watched Kawhi's. Um, you're getting bombarded right now. Yeah,
1: Billsy, <laughs> he's sending me just all bets he wants to do.
2: <laughs> um, what was I saying?
1: Kawhi switching off Reggie uh, Jackson. Yeah, so I was watching Kawhi
2: Reg... do his post game, and he said that was. That was just a part of the plan. That's, like That's just NBA teams, though, at the moment. Everything's just switch-happy. Um,
1: I I guess maybe the switch, the only thing it does good is probably forces a worse catch, or it's meant to. You can stay on the person a bit longer there.
2: I, I feel like the clip is switched because they wanted Luca to shoot.
1: They wanted him to take... That's his shot, though, step back, go on left. That's yeah. like his... Apart from like any sort of jigging around...
2: But I mean, he shoots. He shoots it at Fucking. Is he even at thirty percent right now? You,
1: you can tell when he's thirty
2: five percent. So he's he, he's not shooting very well, but
1: you know. He makes ones that count. I remember watching him for Real Madrid, and there was a lot of hype around him. And he's in some. It might have even been the the actual grand final. It was. And the I watched him shoot, shoot that exact shot, and he banked yeah. it. From the 45. And then
2: he took a lot of shit from his coach.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, what? How old was
1: he there? Like 17?
2: Uh, he was nine. he was 18 going on 19. Yeah. So Sorry. two two games before that shot, um, he got chewed out and he got put on the bench by the coach because he just he kept taking that step back. Um, That's And his he shot? he got brought back in and at the end of the third quarter they were down by, I don't even know, but he just he just he rang off. Three step backs in a row, and it was just, it was insane.
1: So you followed him for a
2: while. You had your eyes set on him. So, we, I, weirdly, I just a couple of years ago, I got into Euro basketball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know why. It was just a boredom thing. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, just randomly come across Luca, and then the draft came around, and I instantly knew that I wanted Luca. I never thought we'd get anywhere near him.
1: What sort of um, what sort of advantage do you think the Mavs have as a young team, in the bubble specifically, playing every second game? I mean, aside from your injuries, you'd think it would cater to the younger players. I think
2: so. I don't think they miss home as much.
1: Mm. I think and they probably keeps being them being around of the, the
2: boys and stuff, you know?
1: Keeps them out of the club as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I don't think Luka's really like that. He is super professional.
1: Yeah.
2: And he has been since he's, I don't know, everyone says 13, but <laughs> I think he's been professional since he was 13.
1: <laughs> How much of a joy is it to have Luca and Boban in your team? Dude. <laughs> the Mavs
2: are never getting rid of him, mate. Eh? Not uh, a
1: chance uh, they're getting rid of him. I haven't got to see Boban's celebration from the step back. Have you seen anything?
2: Yeah, he just squishes Luca.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a worry with his ankle, hey, the whole yeah. thing piling
2: on him. Look, like I said yesterday, I even when it happened, I don't think it was a big deal. Uh, yeah? Even watching the actual twist happen, it didn't really roll right over the top. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a... I mean, you know ankles, you've probably had bad ankles. Very I've got bad. bad ankles. But when you don't go right over the top, it's it's never usually that bad.
1: He um he's grimacing a lot, but do you think that's just who he is? He's the uh, it is it, a pussy ass white boy. Is. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly, bitch ass white
1: boy. <laughs> yeah. Did you see um Seth Curry make the M one on Paul George and just point to him and go bitch ass? Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. And funnily enough, that's his Seth Curry's married to Paul George's ex.
2: Yeah, so that, that was a cheating situation or something, but.
1: Really? Seth yeah. stole his girl? Seth stole his girl, apparently. Is that why he's, um, Paul George is so bad? Is it like when Delonte West had sex with LeBron's mum?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think Paul George is... Paul George, you know? I think he's a regular, se- re- uh, regular season hero.
1: He looks so... His demeanour is so bad. He, like... And as soon as you respond to the haters on Instagram, mm. you just oh well, yeah, I
2: thought I, I thought that the other day as well. Actually, they were all in his head.
1: Yeah, well you know he's just going and sitting in his room in the bubble. You got nothing going on. But the only he's just distraction on, stewing on it, yeah, yeah. The only re- distraction is catching bass in the river, which you got to get sick of.
2: Well, he's a keen fisherman, so he'd be loving it.
1: Mm. he went fishing that morning. I'm like Paul, get in the gym. And um, but like even the Mavs, they're not. You don't have the best perimeter defenders, and he can't get around anyone. He just so we have
2: we have two good defenders in our team, and that's Maxi and and Dodo, mm, Dorian Finismith, and and they're a hundred percent on Kawhi.
1: They're spending all their time. Maxi like that matchup is not very good. I don't think for Kawhi just seems to get around him. Nice. Then, See. Uh, I've
2: heard this a lot lately. And this is probably me being in love with Maxi. A home very beautiful. Um, but, I mean, even at the moment, they're showing stats around at the moment that in the playoffs, I know it's a short sample size, but Maxi's actually holding Kawhi to the third worst playoff performance, like effective field goal
1: performance hmm.
2: uh, of his career at the moment.
1: Is that specifically when he's guarding him or mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So,
2: and and all this is, I mean, it's, it, it's hard to explain, but he's expending so much energy on defense. He is just not seeing anything go in on offense right now. And it's just making him look really bad. And he's getting chewed out by a lot of Mavs fans, but.
1: I don't think he's bad at all. I don't expect him to hit those threes, and I think if he does, it's a bonus. But I, I do reckon he's got the yips a bit on the three point line. That was
2: I, I honestly think he's just tired.
1: He's just exhausted. There was yeah. one today that went like in, down, around then popped back out oh, at the last second.
2: That killed me. I yeah. was watching it. <laughs> he yeah, got a good block
1: on someone in transition, which much. was Yeah. Mm.
2: So that's 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 one thing about Doc is I'm confused about is Ivan has been killing us. And I think today he played uh not Ivan, uh, a Yeah, Zuba. Yeah, he's he's um he's been killing us and I think today he played under twenty minutes or around twenty minutes or something like that. I'm not exactly sure on time played, but Yeah. That dude should be on the on the court for thirty minutes.
1: I think it's just the continuity with the Clippers. Like Harold won six men of the Year, and then the last two weeks leading up to the series, he's been in quarantine. He hasn't been out to touch a basketball, and like he's not looking very good at all.
2: Well, that's because Rick's being super smart about that. He's keeping Boban off the court with uh with Zubac on, mm. and then as soon as Harold comes on, Rick just throws Boban on it, and then it just kills Harold.
1: Like his think- whole
2: game is gone.
1: You would think Harold would be able to, like, pull Boban from the rim a bit and attack him.
2: But, but he can't shoot. Yeah. So there's no point in Boban going out to him, you know? So he's just clogging it.
1: Yeah, you think Boban's too smart.
2: Well, yeah, and that only closes out in, you know, half a step.
1: It's pretty... The good thing about Boban is when he's on and he, if he doesn't turn it over, you can pretty much just... Your entire offense is just, like, the next 10 possessions... Beauman's one handed hook shot I just,
2: just watched the whole team around him just sit at the three point line because they're just like, ah bobby will get it,
1: yeah,
2: and which he does
1: yeah, he's such he, a legend
2: he frustrates doc a lot,
1: and yeah well he, he there, he's kind of do. no answer for him no,
2: he keeps trying to go small to get away from it,
1: yeah, which is why zubo uh
2: zubot comes off mm. But then Jermichael Green usually gets switched on to Luca at that point, and that's when Luca
1: scores. Clippers crunch time was pretty good today though, with Morris, is Morris George, Leonard, um Lou Will, and who am I missing?
2: Oh, it was usually
1: Green. I don't think they had Green today. I think yeah. it was Jackson.
2: Oh, yeah, they did have Jackson. It was shades or of Jackson. Yeah, because he was yeah. just guarding uh, Trey Burke.
1: Yeah. geez, Trey Burke and Seth Curry—that That's like the, um, as good as the Clippers bench has been in a way, like Morris and Jackson, they've just been so much better. Yeah.
2: I mean, Trey Burke just opens Luka's game up quite a lot as well, I think. Just mm. having that other playmaker on the court.
1: He's just a bucket out of nowhere. He's so – and, he, like, no one can stay in front of him, too. He's so freaking quick.
2: His tenacity on defense, actually, is has really surprised me.
1: Mm. Because
2: we had him we, – obviously, we got him over with the trade.
0: With yeah.
2: KP. And even then, he was scoring like crazy. But, I mean, he was just a turnstile. Uh, but he's come into the bubble, and he's he's hustling like crazy right now.
1: He's one of those classic guys in a playoff series, like it happens every year. A bit like a Fred Van Vliet, just like mm-hmm. a real hero. Gets you a bucket, real timely buckets when you need. Well, I think
2: this'll get him paid, you know?
1: Yeah, it, i think a few of the mouths are looking like they're gonna get paid.
2: I think um I think we'll try to pay him first. You reckon? Uh yeah, absolutely. 'Cause I think we're I think we're happy to see Delon Wright go. Yeah. Uh he's been he's been pretty ordinary.
1: Do you think you even need Powell anymore?
2: Yeah. So Powell stops the the Zubotch domination. Yeah. Um So he he'll be situational. But we definitely need him.
1: Who would Unless Powell guard if they run the, the five man lineup? Morris.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
1: yeah
2: he's a you know he's a plus defender uh he's a hustle guy he can i mean he, he probably shoots at a thirty percent clip for a three but you know he can he can draw defenders out at least uh and all round he's just a glue guy
1: uh a i'm just surprised guy. by how easily luca just like he goes to the rim so slow just really controlled and just like as soon as he's about to lose his dribble like he'll just push them off with the left and just finish with his right and just like so efficient just backboard every time like
2: he just has crazy body control
1: right mm, it's just impressive and he's just real patient as well
2: the other thing is the just people don't expect the strength
1: yeah he's a little nug isn't he
2: yeah like he's he's not a small boy like he's He's not as defined as LeBron, but he's got the same shoulders as LeBron.
1: Yeah, Super
2: he's a bit broad. of more. He's like a bit like James Harden the way he drives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he doesn't lower his body quite as much as Harden, but I mean, I hope he learns to do that. He'll draw more fouls.
1: I'm uh, I compared Luca to Larry Bird today, not because of skin color, but because of the points, rebounds, assists, just the one, the shot making. I just think they're really similar in a lot of ways. Who would be your player comp for Luca? Honestly,
2: I I don't even know. He he's such a mix.
1: He's one of a kind. He uh
2: in a way, you know, but I mean all basketball players are the same in a in a sense. Larry Bird's good. He's like a modern Larry Bird. He he doesn't have the shot making of Larry Bird. Even though he shoots from, you know, he's like 60%, 70% from Buddy. You know, he's at, he's at Giannis levels when finishing at the rim and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but his, his mid-range and his long game are not as proficient as Larry.
1: Mm. I think uh, the off-ball the off D isn't where Larry's was. Larry was really good at reading the play, but I think a lot of superstars, like, mostly don't even try and participate on defense.
2: I mean, you've seen that a massive. I don't know how much Mavs you watch during the season or whatever, but Luke has been a passenger on defense for most of yeah. it. Yeah. Um,
0: but he's always he shown flashes.
2: To, he's always shown flashes when he wants to try. Mm. Um, and the last, especially today, his defense was incredible. I thought. Yeah,
1: I was shocked when he could just stay in front of PG like so. He, I don't
2: know. He's quicker just, than you thought. He think yeah. right. I think we had this conversation just after he was drafted, mm. um, and I think a lot, and I think I said a lot of people are going to be surprised by his quickness. Yeah, it just it it's really bizarre when you see him as a six seven six eight guy and he's so chunky. Hmm. But yeah, his feet move.
1: I, I looked up his weight the other day because me and Toby were like estimating how fat we think he is. <laughs> But uh, it was unimpressive. I was hoping for like 130, but it wasn't that much. So he come into the league quite heavy. Mm. Uh,
2: but, I mean, it took him six months and he lost it. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, you're playing every other day. How could you not? Yeah. Plus all the training. And he
2: come into the bubble smaller. I think he was 10 pounds smaller than what he was.
1: Yeah. I always hear those. I hear that with everyone, My buddy Zion was meant to be smaller, he looked big as a house. Yeah, but 10 pounds is, in, in Luca's
2: sense, like 5 kilos, 6 kilos, that's a lot. Z- with Zion, it's fucking, if you say 20 pounds, <laughs> what's that, 10 kilos, you're not going to notice that shit.
1: Most of that's going to
2: muscle, you know. <laughs>
1: he's the biggest man ever. He looked ordinary. He, he looked did. Very, he, um, I just don't think his health's where it needs to be.
2: I'm unsure about Zion. I don't know if you want to branch off into other teams as a prospect. Yeah, yeah. Like they've they've got him pinned as the face of the league, but it's 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 the Giannis, it's the Ben Simmons type thing. Is can you really be a superstar in this league without a consistent
1: shot? You um you love ragging on Giannis to give us a a little thing about why the Bucks won't go anywhere. So I love him.
2: I yeah. actually think he's really good if he was a predominant center player, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's trying to do the superstar thing. He wants to bring the ball up. He wants to shoot threes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he's
2: shooting fucking long range twos and shit off the dribble. Yeah. That are airballing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's good. Cause he wants to practice and all that sort of stuff, but dude, just go be a dominant center. Mm-hmm. Go goes, stay in the post and you can, I mean, he just dunks on anyone, doesn't he?
1: I wish... um, I sort of wish Ben Simmons could be a, a centre as well on offence.
2: Well, that's what Minnesota want to do. They want to trade for him and put him at power forward, you know?
1: Well, him and Cat. Yeah. He's, He's got Cat great... Cats, they, they, Giannis less, but Ben Simmons has such good vision and transition passing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sprinting in transition that you actually do want him to be a ball carrier.
2: They're super similar players, right? Yeah. Um, but the Bucks, Yama, they're, they're a weird, a weird, weird group, you know. Eric, I feel like they got rid of the wrong point
1: guard for
2: starters. Oh, Brogdon is
1: so much better than Bledsoe.
2: He's a 50-40-90 how many How many of those do you see? And Brogdon just goes completely under the radar.
1: Mm. He, um, um, he had, know, like, to get crazy better. good stats in that game three when Indiana were meant to win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he was. Know?
2: They went away from him. I mean, they went to Oladipo Depot after he hit, you know, the threes to get him in the game. Yeah. And then they started passing to Oladipo Depot to, I don't know, shoot him out of the game.
1: They should have went to Bubble Warren, mate.
2: Well, Oladipo Depot was something like six of 20.
1: Mm. But That's because it's clutch time, they
2: think they need to step in, you know?
1: Yeah. But, but, uh, I don't want to go too much into the bases, but they just run every time they run a three-way handoff, which is just chewing shot clock. It's so easy to defend. They stand up the top with Warren, Brogdon, and Oladipo, and they just run this weird handoff. And they the other team wasn't switching. Was just, I, feel,
2: I feel like that's every team with volume shooter stars. You know, I think yeah. like that's that's Utah, that's Chicago, or, or whatever. They just do the exact same play to get the shooter the ball.
1: Yeah, I hate the idea of just. This is all it comes down to in the end is just getting a switch and then going at them. Mm-hmm. Miami actually have really good off-ball movement, which is what makes them quite enjoyable to watch.
2: I love watching Miami. I think, I mean, I don't like the Miami franchise because of 2006, but now that Dwayne Wade's gone, I'm actually, i I'm actually quite liking to watch them now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool the way they move off the ball compared to a lot of other teams. I feel like Jimmy Butler would be
2: perfect in, in Dallas.
1: Really? Luca, Jimmy, and Zinger.
2: And the Zinger.
1: But, he's, I mean, there's, there's a few people that want He seems a bit too happy, though. He loves it. Yeah. He's not,
2: he's not leaving Miami.
1: Nah, because he can party, he can work hard. I feel like they're do- going to
2: bring in Oladipo as well.
1: Oh, God, I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't, if I'm a GM. As
2: you don't do as it, as, right?
1: As good as he can be, just, like... Too much risk volume shooter, and you're building something pretty good over there, and you've got a lot of people who aren't that expensive and they're really good, like Duncan Robinson and Tyler hero mm. why Why do I need all depot
2: What are your thoughts on the the volume shooter star i e Donovan
1: mitchell or well
0: if you, if you don't have
2: but
1: if you don't have like, other pieces. And you don't have a coach to help you play of a certain way. Mm. Like the jazz are looking really good just because Mitchell's putting up the numbers.
2: Even Denver with uh, what's his name?
1: Buddy? Murray. Yeah. Mm.
2: Instagram famous.
1: <laughs> don't go there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're a special player, it's there's only one basketball and only one person can shoot per possession. And if you're someone like James Harden, As gross as it is, it works.
2: Does it, though? Like,
1: I know he gets to
2: the Western Conference final, or barely, but, you know, he gets to the playoffs every year. Mm. Does it still... It's bringing money in for your organisation, but you're never going to win a championship.
1: Yeah, but do we... It's uh... pretty
2: clear that you're not going to win a championship, so why do it?
1: Well, the Bucks will get to the final. Do you say the is Giannis a volume shooter because he dunks it twenty times a game? Do you think the Bucks are going to get there? I think they will. I think they'll beat the Raptors. <sighs> That's
2: going to be a good matchup.
1: You reckon Raptors win?
2: I, I honestly don't even know. I, I think the Raptors CD? do is win. This a CD I think tip nurse... that
1: people need to bet on. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I think Nick Nurse is is uh, obviously very good at what he does.
1: Mm-hmm. Coach uh, Bud looks like shit in the playoffs, doesn't he?
2: He does, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's a three and D league, and I've it's, um, it's it's so bizarre watching the Bucks because they have so many three and D players, but they play from the post out, and it's I don't know, it's it's a really conflicting system that they run. Defensively, they're amazing though.
1: I'm uh, just getting rung a lot by Toby's mum, so I've just got to <laughs> ring her back. Give us a sec. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be back. Just keep your recording going.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll be back in like two minutes as well. All
1: right. <laughs> okay, sorry everyone. I've returned. I had a call, an important work call about a teacher aid duty. That's my alternate life. You guys don't need to worry about
2: well, okay. Not long anyway, you'll be in the NBA industry soon.
1: Yeah. Put me in. Uh, I got off at a commentary gig for the Northside Wizards, unpaid.
2: Dude, uh, get on there.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna try it once, but experience. It's a bit of a Saturday commitment. Mm. Um, CD. Mm-hmm. This series, Mavs Clippers. What happens in the next two or three games?
2: All right. So. I'm gonna be super biased here. Okay. Uh, and like I said to you last night, I feel like if Mavs won today, mm-hmm. I feel like this game goes to seven. Uh, this series goes to seven.
1: Before I, before you go any further, mm-hmm. Luca playing overtime, all those minutes today doesn't it doesn't matter. He's gonna get stronger with every game. His ankle. I don't think so. I mean, he's a he's a
2: 21. Yeah. Uh they're fairly they can I don't think he's gonna be hampered at all. And and I just, mean you saw it today really. I mean he didn't look bothered by it at all. Even during warm up, he
1: wasn't limping at all. It was just mm. Mm. Does Porzingis have to sit out one game of every series? What what was that? So it's his
2: it's his right knee, which mm. is his non surgical knee.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's Uh, going to be an off-season surgery?
2: I don't think it'll be a surgery. He had it during the season. This is the one that kept him out for 10 games during the season. Yeah. Uh, I think the Mavs have just kept an eye on it pretty much the whole year. Yeah. Uh, I I can't tell you what it is. He's getting
1: an MRI. Okay. Soon, from what I I know. Um, So you're not a doctor. That's what you're telling me. (laughs) Not yet. How so, disappointing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think... I think he'll be back, you know?
1: Oh, surely.
2: Um, He didn't look that bad, but, I mean, even Trey Burke said in the after-game interview that he just wasn't moving right.
1: Yeah, well, Lucas said that he's really frustrated and sad. I think that's... I think that's a good thing, right? Yeah, it's pretty natural to be uh, missing a big playoff game and to feel I think, that
2: way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think... <laughs> The team we've got around will will keep his head up, but he's a pretty integral part mm, definitely from, uh, I mean the fact that we're two two and I'm not a, not a, not sure the exact minutes, but him and k p and Luca have seen four minutes together in the fourth quarter
1: this whole series. Do you fear playoff p at all? <laughs> I think we're your, seeing
2: him right? like is he your best player? That's what I've known as playoff P. Yeah. Um, is the one that bricks. This is nothing different to what we've seen.
1: Did Did you see while. when he got the le- he stepped through Luca and he got the left hand layup and the next possession he went again and he had a right hand layup and he just missed it like <laughs> completely whiffed it just like he I is, would have made that shot.
2: He is essentially playing the Josh Jackson role for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a dude that can make a floater every now and then but if you want him to make a layup or a three then don't give it to him
1: <laughs> yeah well
2: he's, he's frustrating to watch that's for sure I mean he's he's six 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 seven, amazing skill set amazing defender but confidence and pressure just seems to get to the guy
1: I still think okay you finish what you're going to say and then I'll say something no, 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 I'm done. What but did the Mavs win in seven? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh.
2: I don't think the Mavs win in seven. I I can't tell you what's gonna happen, but I hope they'll be, I hope the Mavs win in seven.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean they're not meant to win. This is meant to be the the young guys learning.
2: Mm. But I mean you look at the clippers right now and they look disorganized. They look mm-hmm. uh I don't know. They, they don't look very well coached. Kawhi Leonard looked tired. Yeah. He was hiding on defense in the last quarter, which I don't see
1: Kawhi do very much. He still had like a like a sequence where he like scored a pull up, stopped Luca. Yeah. Then blocked someone else. Yeah. And then he looked gassed.
2: He he. But he. Uh, you you agree with that though? He, he looks tired.
1: I think he. Like, even in playing for the Raptors last season, I think he just, like... He looked like
2: that in the final series. He didn't look like that early on in the playoffs. Yeah.
1: I just think his degenerative court issue, playing every second day, is not good. But even with the flat tyre, I think he just... You
2: don't think he's having to do too much for this team?
1: He's doing more than I think he wanted to, Mm -hmm. but I think it's sustainable for him if he needs to.
2: And do you think Patrick Beverly comes back changes
1: much? Kwai reminds me of Kwai in the Sixers series where the Raptors were completely afraid and he was taking every single shot. And in game seven, he took 40 shots yeah. and he looked like he was fucking running on fumes but still got it done. You think the same thing's going to have to happen? I think it, just the, de- the defensive impact he has is so crazy at the end of a game. And that's why I get on the Clippers to come back because. There's only one ball on each side of the floor. And if he's guarding the ball on the defensive end, he can have a huge impact on that.
2: It's stupid how easy he can make a game go from one ten to one like one ten, one hundred to buddy one ten to one oh eight. Yeah,
1: just like two pull ups and two yeah. stops is just and not many other people can just force a stop. Yeah. Or like try to.
2: I, I definitely agree that Kawhi Leonard's the best player in this this series, but
1: Luke is the future.
2: As as for squads, um, it's a question mark at the moment as to what the the quote dogs end quote of the Clippers are gonna do.
1: <laughs> the Clippers would look heaps better if they had SGA and Danilo Gallinari. Wouldn't they? Paul the, George, that's for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean. Ha- I just hope we see a bit of Joachim Noah next game. Whether that means we're smashing them or we're getting smashed. It just makes it easier.
1: You want to see some Cyclone jump shots? Oh, dude, I can't wait. I think we've seen him for about two minutes this whole series. Toby was like, where the fuck's Noah?
2: (laughs) (laughs) When they brought him in, I thought he was going to actually play a bit of a role.
1: Yeah, I guess. I think zoo has been pretty good. I think Zoo can be a bit of a dildo at times, but he's been playing good, so... I think no,
2: Zo's just a matchup Yeah. Issue, or a matchup use for the Clippers this round. But Doc's still just it's so confusing him. That's so confusing when they don't use him more.
1: Yeah. Also like Lou Williams playing twenty three minutes in other games. He's so he can be and is so potent and so like those possessions where he just pump fakes and gets three free throws. That's so annoying. But I
2: feel I feel like the reason they've been able to not use Lou as much is because Reggie Jackson just keeps hitting shots, mm. uh, which is super frustrating to watch a dude like Reggie Jackson hit shots.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is but the difference really there between Reggie Jackson and Lou Williams defensive. on defense yeah. to even yeah. need him on?
2: It's a 6-3 it's a versus a 6-foot kind of deal, you know?
1: And, like, it maybe if I'm Doc, I try and rebuild Paul George from the ground up and say, okay, you're the Luca stopper. Don't worry about offense. It's not clicking. You've got to put all your energy into guarding Luca. He'd probably that's do a shit really job a of idea. it.
2: I think it's a really good idea. But uh, he did that in Oklahoma, mm. and he got 40 put on his head, and he got put in a fucking blender like six times that game. So yeah. he's not a Luca stopper, is the is the issue. Yeah. And I mean Luca I, I haven't watched all of today's game, but from what I saw, there was three easy layups
1: right on uh, Paul George. Yeah, it's crazy how he has this reputation. He's long, he's definitely long and good in the lanes.
2: I mean, he's just he's six six, you know. It's it's
1: Dude, easy to be a tall. good defender when like you're six six ten, bro. He's fucking yeah, tall. Uh,
2: um but easy to get a a good reputation to be a defender like that when you're that tall, I guess.
1: Mm. One oh. thing Kwai does that I love is he guards the ball, he makes you pick up your dribble, and then he quickly retreats and tries to steal the pass like, mm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the post entry pass or wherever. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: Kwa is just a different beast.
1: Mm is Any, uh,
2: the best playoff player we've seen for a long time, I think.
1: Don't you think that the uh, the the side of the Mavs and the Clippers is easier than the other side? I wouldn't like. I know Houston are just a bunch of smoke and mirrors, but I would much rather be facing the Jazz or the Nuggets than the Rockets. I think the Rockets
2: are just a, a lot of unknown for teams, you know, mm. uh, especially for an inexperienced Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Chris Paul willed him to victory.
0: Yeah, he looked crazy, didn't he?
2: Um, but the rest of the team just seems so confused, mm. which I think the rest of the league is confused about what Houston's doing. It's it's bizarre.
0: Mm.
1: Particularly the earlier games in the series, you're like, whoa, this is different to 29 other teams.
2: But how far does it get them, you know?
1: That's what I think. But then there's games where Harden has... Fifteen points and they win, and they score 120. And I'm yeah, like,
2: in that instance, Westbrook's got 40 on 40 shots, you know.
1: Yeah, well, the, in game two they beat the Thunder and Harden played bad, and Westbrook's out.
2: Yeah, true, very true. So yeah, Eric
1: Gordon is is yeah. the other guy, you know. It is, and when that dude actually is like, on
2: the court, he's insane.
1: Yeah, they just put him in and they just play the exact same way. It must be so frustrating for like some people if
2: if that dude can stay on the court he'd get paid big time
1: yeah Yeah,
2: i feel like
1: he got like a 50 bomb this year when everyone was out
2: he's just he is you know he's the donovan the donovan mitchell the he's a bucket yeah he's just an absolute bucket
1: Mm. so give us a tip
2: Mm. on
1: anything What's you? What's your, what's your biggest? To, who plays good in game five for the um for the Mavs? Who shows up? Well,
2: Lucas seems to show up. It seems to show up in big moments, right? Mhm. Um, I think that's he's just been molded in that sort of shit in Europe.
1: Yeah, he's got the he's got the reps.
2: Yeah, I mean the crowd over there is insane as well. Yeah, if you're performing under that crowd. you
1: You're performing anywhere. Um, They say the best crowds they've ever had are in the bubble.
2: (laughs) I think I heard Brett Brown say the other day that uh, we started making a comeback
1: because we could feel the energy in the crowd. (laughs) And it was just, what? (laughs) Me and Toby were pumping in the virtual sound the other day. You could like, like, yay, yay. You like press the little buttons. It's so shit. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Uh, I mean, I think
2: I think we'll see Maxi hit uh,
1: more than one three Maxi hits two threes in game five Yeah, that's that's your hot tip Do you get a regression from Curry and Trey Burke or are they just hot? Are they just 60% shooters now?
2: I don't think, I mean, Seth uh, Seth's so choosy as a shooter I feel like that's why he shoots such a high percentage.
1: Yeah, and takes good ones.
2: Yeah, uh, Trey Burke is getting the best shots he's ever seen in his career, thanks to Luca.
0: Mhm.
2: Um. Uh, same with Seth, really. I I don't think they they fall by the wayside. I think Seth got his his cold trick out early.
1: Yeah, well, the Mavs bench is that like the starters. Seem to particularly early on, they seem to either hold their own or go down, and then the benches just seem to fucking change the game. Like, defensively
2: as well, by the way, mm. yeah, Some, like Michael Kidd Gilchrist. <laughs> that dude is killing it right now. He's mm. coming on for Dodo and and um for Maxi, and he's holding it down massively defensive wise. It's been amazing to watch actually.
1: How do you feel about uh Tim Hardaway Jr. in game five? He's incredible, right?
2: He still takes infuriating shots. Mm. I think it's just that's his makeup, you know. Mm. He is he, he's another volume shooter star, you know. You you can interchange it with Donovan Mitchell, I don't think you'd see much difference.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: Um but he is infuriating to watch sometimes. But defensively, he's been trying really hard this
1: uh, series.
2: Um, And I think that's why we've seen a a little bit of a drop in productivity. But today was really good.
1: Do you reckon if you guys were taking on the Lakers, you'd have a better chance of winning or similar series or what?
2: I don't
1: even know. Lakers are weird, man. They haven't really they've only just started playing good so it's yeah. hard to tell. LeBron's different as well. He's you know it's it's
2: weird to say but he's in the same ilk as 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 Luca, where he can just take the game over.
1: Yeah, the the control that LeBron has like when uh the Mavs go on those huge runs. Mm. I just think he would cut them down a bit better. Yeah, exactly. Just exactly. for control. Particularly with the terrible coaching. Yeah. I think that's where they really Struggle by not having a point guard, and I don't think Pat Beverly is that type of point guard.
2: No, no, and uh, everyone's saying, you know, Pat Bev coming back is, is going to stop Luca. But you know, if everyone just looks back at the first game, he dropped a
1: forty-two.
2: Was it a triple double?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Uh, not a game where pretty
2: close, but yeah,
1: um,
2: he dropped Pat. forty-two, well, pretty much on Pat, and he got he Pat had six fouls. At uh, five fouls within the first two quarters or something.
1: Pat Bev is a real, like, rah-rah-rah player where, like, when you're up and you're going, he can really dominate you and just, like, frust- irritate the shit out of you and, like, rev up the home crowd or feed yeah. up the Yeah,
2: I was going to say, do you feel like he loses a lot of his game because there's no crowd yeah.
1: now? Uh, pretty much all role players feed off the home crowd the yeah. support they get. Yeah. Someone like, like a Kuzma fuck, he's been terrible for the Lakers, just so bad. Well, was he uh, any good in the first place? I just think at home he can just, like, get that ego growing and just... Just gets on that streak. Yeah, just get a hot streak. But he's just hearing the rim and nothing else.
2: Well, I guess my tip is, I think, Rick will outcoach Doc the rest of the way home. But, I mean, that's... I don't think that'll be a surprise to anyone that actually follows the NBA. If
1: it if it comes down to, you know, like a fourth quarter, game seven, Kwai and Luca dueling banjos. Then I'm nervous. But that's just some awesome experience. Who cares? Yeah, like yeah. that's he's gonna he have that at some Luca, point uh,
2: not not Luca. The Mads as a whole. Are super young, you know.
1: Mm.
2: I mean Chris Stapps is twenty four. <sighs> 25, so he's you know technically three years away from his prime. Yeah. Which which that makes Luca seven years away from his prime.
1: Yes. Yeah. Stupid to say. I feel like Luca will have a long prime. Just it's already like, started, right? Yeah, because of his IQ, and I don't I, think I he's like going to change yeah. a lot physically. So
2: everyone says there's a ceiling, but I don't see it yet. I mean, the dude's still shooting 30% from three. He yeah. can't hit a free throw to save his life. Still
1: throws some turno- a lot of turnovers, and
2: even today he had. He had
1: six. It's directly related to usage, though. Like when you're That's shooting, shooting every other position, no, Porzingis, it's just gonna happen. In Unless Park. you're like Chris Paul.
2: Harden goes through similar things, but mm. Harden doesn't. I don't, I don't want to get too controversial, but I don't, I don't think Harden changes the game the way that Luca or handles the game the way that Luca does in uh, creating hockey assists and the like. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Harden gets very direct assists, you know, straight out of the basket or just to pass out to a three or
1: whatever. Harden's just a more gifted scorer. He is. But at every other facet of the game, I think Luca's better.
2: And that's the scary part, whereas... You look at Luca and you feel like you can he can catch Harden in
1: that sense. One thing about Luca today, though, uh, for me, watching him, he had nine rebounds with, like, five minutes to go in the second or something. And then, like, five minutes to go, like, halfway through the fourth quarter, he only had 11 rebounds. Because mm. I feel like he had already gotten his triple-double. Mm. And then it really mattered and he started rebounding again because the game was on the line and it mattered. Feel, but sometimes... Yeah. He's a little bit stat driven, I think.
2: He I'm not sure if it's stat driven, but game driven is he gets lazy. Mm. Is it gets to eight points ahead and he's like, ah oh, we'll just you know, someone else can get the rebound and push the ball or instead of, you know, going in for that rebound and pushing it straight away. Yeah. Um he just it's it's game awareness. I feel like he needs to learn a lot.
1: But He's that definitely is a...
2: stat driven. I feel like that's the league these days, though.
1: Mm.
2: I mean, everyone's playing for stats. It's the NBA.
1: I, I wonder too, like when you're on the bench and you've just snapped your ankle, and then you come in to get the triple double, and then they post a tweet like the second youngest player ever to get a triple double <laughs> in the playoffs. Like, did you tell? Did they tell him to go in and get a rebound and an assist, or like? Yeah, yeah. But
2: it's uh, See, the Mavs, in that, I I don't believe they would tell him to go. Uh, Casey Smith is is probably close to one of the most respected doctors in the game. Mm. Um, Or athletic head trainers or whatever. I think he's a head trainer for for the American team as well, for the USA Olympic team. But I I don't think he's telling Luca to go out on a bung ankle, you know? Yeah. I think that's just Luca. Trying to get his team over the top, um, and he looked fine when he come in, and then mm-hmm. he tried to push off. Then I mean, he just he just walked off after that, and it was just like, okay, it was, it was, yeah, it was weird. Devil's advocate:
1: The Clippers have won two games. Porzingis was ejected in one, and Luca didn't play in the other because he was injured. Should it be four 0 right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the
2: Clippers are too good for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. I don't think Kawhi is too good for that. I see the argument, like I do. Um, I think the first game... I mean, Porzingis went out, what, six minutes to go in the second quarter? Yeah. Um, uh, I, well, we were up by 14 at the time. I don't think Porzingis was playing that well.
1: Yeah, one thing is when you get to use Luca every possession down the fourth and he converts, you can't it's, really do much yeah. better than that. So yeah. having Paul on wouldn't have necessarily changed that much.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I think feel like we're
2: heading down the route of the Golden State type of team where we're going to start blowing teams out in the third quarter and just sitting.
1: Next season? Do you think you'll have, like, your 60-win season?
2: Oh, no, 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 not next season. (laughs) But I think we're building towards that type of thing. I think we're
1: quite a few players. You've definitely got a very bright future. Yeah, we just need
2: Jeremy Grant.
1: Jeremy Grant, that's your only piece we need.
2: (laughs) Well, after the 60s' debacle, I'd take take Richardson.
1: I want, um... Well, you want Richardson? Mm? No...
2: Defensive upside.
1: No, young, you don't want him. can shoot. Nah.
2: Put him in a right role. I think he's good. Nah,
1: he's, not you a, want, he's,
2: not, he's not like a Terence
1: Ferguson or anything. You want Clay Thompson? Oh, uh, well, obviously. <laughs> that's who you get. That's who I... Mate. If I'm a GM. Every team in the league
2: wants a Clay Thompson.
1: Yeah, that's what I want for the Mavs.
2: Draft-wise, I think... Uh, We've we've got the 18th pick, and we've got the 31st pick. I'd love to pick up someone like a Desmond Bain.
1: Tell us about him. I've got no clue. He's
2: just a three and D dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: consistent shot. Uh, can create his own shot. His passing is a bit iffy. His his vision's a little bit iffy. But I'd love someone like him, and then probably someone you're more familiar with is RJ Hampton. Yeah. Uh, defensive NBA upside is star. crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> defensive, defensive upside is crazy. He's got a lot of bounce length. His shot's not exactly there. Uh, but he's, he's the other side of Desmond Bain where he has the vision and the passing ability. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'd, you know, probably bundle him for a trade. You can throw Darrell right at uh, Darrell.
1: Everyone just wants to trade their draft pick. It's pretty funny. Nobody because, wants. There's their not draft a lot pick. going on this draft. Nah, someone will. Someone will do something. But
2: like, does does Minnesota take the number one pick, or do they try to? Do
1: they go I think all, it's in all in on all a bit. All about Simons. seeing what you can get. It's just all about seeing what you can get. Someone's gonna buy into the like oh, you haven't seen LaMelo Ball's workout? <laughs> he's put on 10 pounds of muscle and he, he's not talking to his dad anymore.
2: <laughs> what do you think about the 76ers situation?
1: Then? Um, I'm about- I'm built around Ben. You're building around Ben? That's what I would do. I just don't know if Joel Embiid has a place in the NBA. Look at Jokic. Look at any center in the league, even AD. They're, just, they're dinosaurs. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Yeah.
2: I go the other way. I built around Embiid.
1: But you already have Tobias. Like Tobias is so bad.
2: I think you you get a you get a good coach around Embiid. I think the game changes.
1: Yeah, it um, is. Uh...
2: I think you get someone that's actually going to give him conditioning. Mhm. Um. I think that opens up his game a lot.
1: What about this for a deal? DeRozan and Aldridge for Embiid. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone's.
2: I mean, I think the Spurs are doing it.
1: <laughs> I, every trade package for me is just trying to get rid of Aldridge and DeRozan from the Spurs.
2: I'd, I'd take DeRozan at the Mavs.
1: Mm. But you have to. It feels gold, mate. You don't want it.
2: You'd have to take a lot of crap
1: back, uh, it's Phil's gold,
2: yeah, it's weird with Rose, I think he could be a third piece, you know
1: I don't think it's a it's like a big shock that the Raptors had their best season ever as soon as he left, <laughs> and like nothing changed Why Leonard, <laughs> yeah, but now look at him
2: well yeah i I feel like that's the coach. Mm. That, that dude's incredible. He's got players like, uh, what's his name, Bush,
1: uh, Boucher? That yeah. incredible.
2: He looks like fucking New Orleans and Noel out there, man.
1: <laughs> you know who I think's an underrated um, leader for that team is Marc Gasol. Like, he's such a good on-court leader, and I think he's really smart. And I think there's a reason Spain bloody won the World Cup. I'm he's with just, you there. He's just so good. He's a centre that I keep.
2: I feel like... Yeah, well, that that's... So, at the start of the season, that's who I mostly wanted for the mats. is my yeah. soul. I think he's he's weirdly the best centre in the game.
1: Prototypical centre now, I think you just need to be able to make really smart passing decisions, p- space the floor, and defend.
2: Yeah, but and how many of them do that? There's about yeah. three.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: if, if that. All oh, I can think of is really. Oh, see, I I count Porzingis as a power power forward.
1: Yeah, I think Zinger is one that can do that. Maybe not as good a passer.
2: But but center wise, you know you've got AD and you've got Marcus Sol, and I think AD's. I don't, know, I don't want to just be too controversial, but I don't. Know AD's he, not, not that, that good. Like,
1: no, thank you. He's not that good. Thank he just you. isn't. I'm with you there. I the feel Lakers like he's a
2: very slow good. KP.
1: Yeah, he's just um without the range. He's just not that good. No. I think his best his best skill is just his defensive impact enough.
2: I feel like he gets left behind on defense a lot though. Especially with the Lakers actually.
1: The Lakers are so weird. They just play giant zone. That's their it's, that's their biggest thing. They just throw out a giant zone.
2: It's they're pl- they're playing small ball with a very slow center and it's it's not working.
1: Mm. But they look good against the Blazers because the Blazers are I mean, one dimensional They have terrible D.
2: They have Damien the lid for the first three quarters if he doesn't drop fifty within the first three quarters and then C J McCullum just carries him the rest of the way
1: home. They they did that on the in the last game and like they were only down they're only up four. And I was like, nah, we're fucked, Toby. Like, they're going to lose. Yeah. And the Lakers just clawed him back. So. Well, mm. that's, that's LeBron, though.
0: Yeah. As
2: much as I just the guy. He just.
1: He does shit. <laughs> and it works. All right. Do you want to. Uh, we'll wrap it up there, game. I think that is the high point of your season the step back threes. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good high point. What if we win in seven? If you win in seven, that's the new high point. But I think that's the high point. Definitely, I'm with you. I I don't want to insult you here, but (laughs) and I don't think the celebration was the same. But I think it was a bit like when John Wall hit the. uh, This is more just a joke at John Wall's expense. He hit a game, a game six game winner, and he hopped up on the score bench. Oh fuck! And celebrated like. uh, It's like Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wade trying to
2: jump on the scorer's bench, and then he fell off <laughs> and had to jump back up again.
1: <laughs> Just takes away the gloss, doesn't it? Yeah. And then also, once someone's done it, it's done. Yeah. Like, it was, okay. it was a cool. So the game winner today,
0: cool. so I actually
2: took it back to 2014 against <laughs> your mob, Vince Carter. Yeah. In the corner. That's that's probably the last feeling I've had that felt like Really? That. Yeah.
1: Vince, low-key clutch, clutch AF. Only in Dallas. He hit some game winners for someone, uh, maybe the Wizards. Was he on the Wizards at one stage? No. No, that's Paul Pierce. Who was he? Mavs? Yeah, Mavs. Yeah. He, had, he,
2: he hit a couple of game winners for us.
1: And Toronto, maybe. I don't think he
2: ever really did anything to Toronto, apart from dunk really hard.
1: <laughs> Do you remember when he quit dunking? <sighs>
2: Toronto, he actually, like, he forced his way out of Toronto. I don't understand why they still love him up there.
1: It's confusing. Just because, like, now, you just look back fondly, he's the best one of the best dunkers ever. He did sweet dunks. Yeah. he hated your organisation, but... <laughs> well, they didn't have much to celebrate until now.
2: No, and they probably still
1: don't, really. Hey, they got a chip.
2: They're probably one and done. They got Drake. I'd take Fred, Ben
1: lead off them uh, I think Drake is a great ambassador for them great courtside personality I like I loved Drake in the finals last year
2: do you think he's made them more money than what the championship has
1: Uh, I don't know because I don't know if anyone outside of basketball <laughs> even knows they're affiliated like True. my True. my my girlfriend would look at like Drake in like a Raptors thing and be like oh he's got a dinosaur shirt on <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't even bother. Well, I think,
0: yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright, if uh, you're still with us, this is Passion Fruit <laughs> by Drake. Uh, I'll play it now. <laughs>
0: fuck that shit still on this motherfucking record i'm gonna play this motherfucker for y'all hey y'all get some more drinks going on i sound a whole lot better Passive with the things you say. Passing up on my always, I can't blame you. No. No. Passion it from miles away. Passive with the things you say. Passing up on my always, I can't blame you. No.